we're either told directly, tone it down, dial it back, or we just pick it up in the space. That's dangerous. And we start to rein ourselves in, you know, check first, check for danger before I follow what my heart is telling me is true. Hey, 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 so glad you're here. This is Tracking Yes, and you are exactly where you're meant to be. I'm your host, Liz Wilson, coach, writer, and round-the-clock philosopher. And this, my friends, is where the magic happens. Join me and my guests for stories that will inspire you to dial up your curiosity, fine-tune your courage and wisdom, and create an empowered relationship with whatever's happening now. Check out the show notes for links to my coaching website, lizwilson.com, and my coaching blog, trackingyes.com. And if you like the show, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts. When we set sail on a creative venture, perfectionism is the anchor our ego tosses overboard to keep us close to the safety of the known. Today's show delves into the trap of perfectionism, why we obsessively strive for it, why it never gives us what we want, and how to claim your joy back from its grip. I'm sharing a story from my own life this week where perfectionism got me in a headlock and I had to wrestle my way out and in doing so had a profound recognition of how we fall into the trap and how to get out of it. You'll gain insight into how to get perfectionism in check so you can stop screwing around and focus on sharing more of your magic with the world. Okay, so here's what happened after my after I published my episode two on my podcast, my last episode, which was my first host on mic episode, meaning not an interview, just me riffing on something. But I wasn't actually riffing. I spent two weeks carefully scripting what I was going to say and how I was going to say it because I got very caught up in it's the first episode and it's the first time people are really going to hear what my point of view is and how I express it and I got to get it right. So I just spent so much time on the script and getting really clear what I wanted to say and I was very much wanting to be mindful of not engaging in toxic positivity or new age violence. And if you guys don't know what those terms are, just Google them. You'll find all kinds of stuff about it. But I I just wanted to make sure that I was very clear about what my truth is and what my stand is. But I was also paying attention to, you know, not paying attention to consideration for people out there having their own individual experiences and having challenges that I can't even, I can't even, here's the point. I was really careful and I wanted to make sure that I did it right. And then I 
finally got to the place where I recorded it and I went, okay, I'm happy with what I did. Um, I'm going to put it out in the world. And I, I put it out in the world and I went, okay, good work. And then what used to happen a lot in my painting career happened with my second ever podcast episode. About eight hours later, I thought with absolute certainty, 100% certainty, that is one of the worst pieces of garbage I have ever created and I need to burn it down. It needs to not be out there in the world. So, <laughs> okay, I, I'll give you the like the gasoline that really got that roaring into a bonfire was I already had a sense of feeling like I really want this podcast to be where I just hit record and I just start talking about something, you know, someplace I got caught or tangled up in something and then how I found my way out and what I saw as a result that hopefully will have value for you too and maybe give you a through line if you get caught in a similar type of energy. And I, I don't want scripts. I don't want to do scripts, but I got, I felt all eggshelly. I'm walking on eggshells because what if I say this wrong and I offend somebody? And so, so I, I scripted it and then I, it came, a friend of mine, so here, here's what I'm trying to say. A friend of mine said, um, I'd like to offer some feedback, just one thing. I really wish it sounded more just like my friend talking which is what I want for the podcast. And it didn't sound like that. I know it didn't sound like that. It sounded, you know, very professional, very delivered with great thought and care, which I mean, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, there is something wrong with that. It's not how I want to be. It's not how I want my podcast to be. And so, so burn it down. That's where I arrived. Burn, burn this shit down. And so last night I said, okay, tomorrow I'm going to open up GarageBand and I'm going to open up the, <laughs> the, the, the episode and I'm going to re-record it from the script, but I'm going to manage it so that it sounds spontaneous. <laughs> oh my God. Can you guys believe this? Okay. But I was, this is what I was going to do. I'm doing this. And so this morning I get up and I'm making my coffee and I got my plan. And by the way, did I mention that about 372 times I said to myself yesterday, I am such an asshole because that's my particular um, brand of perfectionism. That's how it gets me. So this morning I get up, I'm going to do this and I'm still saying I'm such an asshole. I'm such an asshole. And, and all of a sudden I just went, Hey, hang on a minute here. What am I doing? Lizzie, you are so caught. You are trying to manage life. And you're putting this pressure on yourself to now you got to fix it. You got to make it right. You got to get rid of all evidence that you did anything wrong. And it's so unkind. And I, I don't know what made me think that, but the minute I thought it, I just knew it. I knew it to be true. And then I thought, I'm going to write to consciousness. I have a practice of writing every morning to consciousness. And I just say, hey, hey, here's whatever's going on with me. 
and I rant and I ask questions and I get these answers and they're always things that I just never would have thought of until they land on the page. They're, they're always kind. They're always curious and loving and supportive. And, and I hadn't actually written to consciousness for a while because I've been working on my podcast and who needs consciousness? Just watch me go make something perfect. So I decided I got, I got to write to consciousness and like get, shake this out. And just as I was sitting down to write, my friend just texted me with a roomy quote that said, forget safety, live where you fear to live, destroy your reputation, be notorious. I'm like, oh my God, I love that so much. And she said, isn't this so perfect on, right, you know, that I came across this again, right after you just published this episode on fear. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. I'm an asshole. That is telling me what an asshole I am. That's exactly what I did not do. Um, And so it was the perfect prompt to start my dialogue with consciousness. And, you know, I said like, here's where, here's where I did not forget safety. I made a script. And here's where I did not live where I fear to live. I stayed between the lines. I painted them in bright red and put a healthy buffer on each side. And then I made sure that I drove down the middle of these two lines and did not veer off the script. Because I wanted to make absolutely sure that I did not make a public misstep and, it, and you know, cause harm or look like an asshole. And it came across as this careful scripted well, okay. Pause button. Pause button. Because, I mean, I all I can see now is what a complete disaster it was. And, and my friends said, there's so much good about it. Like, it's just, you know, pa- I, I do actually just want to pause for a minute and say, when this kind of shit gets going with us, where we're so certain, we, we're so hyper-focused on what is not working or what did not go well at the exclusion of anything of value. So, you know, I'm completely negating that there may have been some value in this podcast. But but the, the thing that I was working with, the, trying to find out what was going on in me was why did I have this compulsion to just keep fixing it, recording it again, trying to make it more natural, trying to get it more right. And I was so twisted up in it. And, and... Can you guys hear that? My dog's barking in the background, but I don't care. Whatever. So I'm exploring this obsession to get it right. Like, what is going on here? And then I see it. I'm trying to manage the past to ensure that I will be okay in the future. And it's... (laughs) what? What are we doing? What am I doing? But that's, that's what we do. And it's not, that's not forgetting safety. That's not living where I fear. And the perfectionism is so not kind because it's aggressive and abusive and harmful. 
I'm telling myself I'm wrong, I'm flawed, and I need to be better. And I just really saw that this is being motivated by fear. I am so scared. The stakes just seem so high on this one. I don't want to be this visible and get it wrong. And I think here's the big distinction. Caring about what you're doing is being really present in the moment and bringing your full love and attention to what you're creating or what you're wanting to express. Perfectionism is all about past future. Perfectionism is about avoiding something in the past that you don't want to happen again, or avoiding something in the future that you don't want to happen later. Your whole focus is on consequence aversion. It's got nothing to do with right now. It's got nothing to do with creative expression, the act of curiosity and love that that is in the moment. It's meant to be joyful. It's this it's this part of ourself that just jumps in, curious. I want to I want to know. I want to know what happens if I go down this road. I want to follow it. I want to be bring my whole self to it and do it with excellence and with precision and see where it takes me. See what I can make because it's fun to do it. And perfectionism just annihilates that. And so here's the wisdom from consciousness, because in the end, I said, I don't know how to stop correcting. Like rather than making discerning adjustments as I go, once, I, once it's out in the world, can I just like let it go and keep going forward, creating the next thing. But I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that without trying to make sure that every expression is as absolutely perfect as it could possibly be. And then it's okay to move on to the next one. Bottom line, I don't know how to do this without trying to do it perfectly. And consciousness said, Yes, you do. And it's okay to try hard. It's okay to go for perfection. It's okay to be unkind to yourself because it shows you where kindness is. The absence of kindness reveals the opportunity for it. And perfectionism in the aggression of it and in the violence of it It's showing you where you've been violated. So that cracks something open. Because I really felt this young, innocent, curious light. And it's not... We don't come here like this. We don't come here with a fear of getting it wrong and a this constant demand to get it right. Otherwise, we won't be okay. We are vibrant, imperfectly expressed, joyful beings. But then experiences start to stack up that 
violate our sovereignty and our natural expression. We were either told directly, tone it down, dial it back, or we just pick it up in the space. That's dangerous. And we start to rein ourselves in, you know, check first, check for danger before I follow what my heart is telling me is true. And, you know, yeah, of course, it's important to be paying attention to your impact in the world. But we can take responsibility for our own sense of well-being by not terrorizing ourselves, by staying with the part of us who has been terrorized, who has been given very strong feedback, you need to get it right and not get it wrong. And we can take a different orientation to it now as an adult. One of, I'm going to get feedback. It may be framed as you've done it wrong, but I get to decide what is true for me about the feedback. And there really is no wrong. There's, you did something, something happened in response. And now what do you want to create from that? Here's what gets us. We're trying to edit before the feedback. Like make sure I don't get feedback that I've done it wrong. And a way bigger issue than any external feedback we might get is the feedback giver living in our head that is never going to let us off the hook if we don't get a handle on it. And that's our ego. And then all that joyful, delightful, creative life force that is our birthright gets shut down. Or you have like, what happened in this experience? I did put it out there and you know, I overshot, I went for perfectionism um, and, and therefore created something that wasn't what I wanted out in the world. But then, but then I freaked out. I was like, holy shit, I got it wrong. And the correction is coming. Who cares? Like, let the correction come. Can I just let the correction come? And and stand in trusting my own goodness and listening to, is this feedback landing as truth for me? And do I want to make an adjustment based on it? So that's kind of the roller coaster ride that I went on, you know, in the couple of days since posting episode number two, which by the way, is live and available if you want to hear <laughs> how bad it is or isn't, um, depending, you know, who you're asking. Um, for me, the learning here was leave it alone, let it go and keep creating forward and just bring love and presence to that part of me who is terrified um, but do not, do not act out of that place. I, I have to bring in my wise current day adult self, be a presence for that younger part of self that calms her down and lets her know I've got her. And then make a choice in my sovereignty 
from my empowered adult, paying attention to feedback, incorporating it, and continuing to be in a place of full permission to express what I have to offer into the space. And it's not like whatever, people will like it or they won't. It it matters how it lands and what matters more is that I get it out there so that it can be the contribution that it needs to be and and so that I can, you know, calibrate as I go. Thanks for joining me today. And I hope this is helpful for you the next time perfectionism gets you in its grip. Talk to you next time. And in the meantime, have a great week and keep your compass lined up with yes. Yes.